You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Simple Pleasures in Life is the title of this devotion. Are there such things? I think sometimes we can be so caught up with so many different pressures, challenges, opportunities that we maybe forget to count our blessings every day. Or maybe especially the simple pleasures in life. We can be so Uh, blessed actually that we forget to be grateful for the simple things. I was giving the food for Ginny and I were having our grandchildren at the house yesterday and I was giving the food for Ginny had prepared before them and say a little prayer. Thank you Lord for this food and for for health in our bodies in Jesus name. Amen. And the grandchild would say amen and I was just thinking just to be grateful for food to be grateful for warm clothing, to be grateful for the simple pleasures in life. It's actually so important. And the reason also to be grateful for them is because every good and perfect gift comes from our Father. It is the Heavenly Father who blesses us with every good thing. Look what it says here in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, starting at verse 18. Here is what I've seen. It is good and fitting for one to eat and drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor in which he toils under the sun all the days of his life, which God gives him, for it is his heritage. As for every man to whom God has given riches and wealth and given him power to eat of it, to receive his heritage and rejoice in his labor, this is a gift of God. For he will not dwell unduly all the days of his life because God keeps him busy with the joy of his heart. I do really believe that God wants us to be appreciative of the simple pleasures in life. Simply to be able to eat something, drink something, and to have clothing that we are grateful. Jesus teaches this in Matthew chapter 6, that we ought not to worry because our Heavenly Father takes care of us. But sometimes, folks, we set ourselves on things that are so far out of reach that we forget to be grateful for what is within our own hands. And the Apostle Paul, he writes to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 6, And he says to Timothy in verse 17 of 1 Timothy 6, Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Again, but... um, not to be, but to trust, not to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. 
Let them do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come that they may lay a hold of eternal life, on eternal life. You see, you can see the gratitude of the heart of the person who shares. It is such a healthy sign of the heart when you are so grateful for what you have that it is your pleasure to let somebody else enjoy what you have and to share with them. And also, when you see somebody else doing well, that you're happy for them. You know, there's a difference between coveting, envying, and rejoicing, isn't there? To covet means you want what they've got for yourself. To envy means you're upset that they have it and you don't. To rejoice, now that is godly. When you see somebody else have good things, we ought to be happy with that. We ought to be grateful for that. We ought to be thankful. There's this psalm that that just comes to my memory as I say this. I think it's Psalm 20 or Psalm 21. And it says there, Psalm 20, May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt offerings. May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill your purposes. We will rejoice in your salvation and in the name of God, we will set up banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. In other words, when he says we will set up banners, we will celebrate your blessings. We will be happy for you to see God bless you. You see, friends, it is the common still today way to greet people to say shalom or salam, as they would say in the Arab speaking part of that part of the world. Salam or shalom is similar in meaning. Shalom means blessings, favor, success, goodwill, prosperity, wholeness come to you. You see, it is the godliness of the heart to rejoice in other people's blessings. And we need to remember to be grateful for the simple things in this life. I love the heart that I see in King David in this respect. If you look at the end of David's life, he begins to praise God. He says in 1 Chronicles 29 verse 10, And David blessed the Lord before all the assembly. And David said, Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty for all that's in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all, both Riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. 
but who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this for all things come from you and of your own we have given you. For we are aliens and pilgrims before you as were our fathers, our days on earth are as a shadow and without hope. O Lord our God, all this abundance that we have prepared to build you a house for your holy name is from your own hand and it is all your own. I know also, my God, that you test the heart and have pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of my heart, I've willingly offered all these things. And now with joy, I've seen your people who are present here to offer willingly to you. O oh Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the intent of the thoughts of the heart of your people and fix their heart towards you. So what am I saying to you today? The simple things in life, be grateful for them. The simple pleasures in life, acknowledge God in it all. Be grateful to God for the simple things in life. Receive your food with thanksgiving. Get dressed in the morning and say, thank you, Lord, for giving me clothing to wear, giving me water to drink and food to eat. Thank you, Father. You see, a grateful heart towards God is one of the best attitudes, characteristics that we can foster on a day-to-day basis. And then to show that gratitude and how we're able to honor Him with our tithes and offerings and how we're able to share with others and find it the delight and the pleasure to share with others. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ deals with this actually more than we realize if we go in closing to Luke chapter 16, please. In Luke chapter 16, Jesus has this really amazing teaching And I'll pick it up at verse 10, because otherwise it's too long. And he says, now he who is faithful in what is least, talking about the finances and blessings of this life entrusted to him, is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust in much. It's not the amount that you have that will determine the quality of your character. It is how you handle what you have. If you only have 10 cents and you give the first of that, those 10 cents, the first cent to the Lord, you show, Father, this is your money. You've entrusted it to me. I acknowledge you. I honor you with the first part of it. And God's blessing come over those nine cents left to go further than they would otherwise. It, Jesus is the perfect example of the tithe because he gave himself to God because of him we're all perfectly blessed. You see, this is God's law. This is God's way. Jesus, the Bible says, is the firstborn of creation. He gave himself perfectly to God and because of him we're all blessed. That's the tithe. That is what, the, what it means. You, you honor God with the first and everything gets blessed by him. And Jesus said, when you are faithful over least, 
then you will be faithful over more. If you are unfaithful over least, you will be unfaithful over more. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, money, who will commit to your trust the true riches? Wow. Jesus is saying this here in Luke 16. Verse 12 says, And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what's your own? No servant can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. So what is God saying to you and me through this? You know, in the simple pleasures in life, we often have finances as part of that pleasure in life. How we handle that shows to God how He can entrust us with the spiritual blessings. When you show respect and honor over the finances entrusted to you and how you handle it, God will be able to entrust you with more. I'll never forget, we did a crusade or an outreach one time and uh, <clears throat> many years ago. And we personally as a ministry here, were going through a very challenging time financially. And the finances came in and somebody was wanting to not do things properly. I, and it was only, but it's a lot, it was only 8,000 pounds. And they didn't want to be proper about it. I said, if God can trust you with 8,000, how can he trust you with 800,000 or 80,000? No, we will do what's right with that 8,000. And, and there was no benefit in any form or fashion, not a penny of it towards myself. You see, that's what Jesus is saying. If you can show godly integrity towards what belongs to another that has your responsibility on it, that has been entrusted to you, then you can be responsible also with what's your own. But if you have a way about you with what's not your own but belongs to others, how corrupt will you be with your own? So Jesus shows the importance, friends, for us to be trusted with the simple things in life to show true godliness. I want to encourage you to think about this. When God blesses you, let me close with this verse that I love from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 9. Oh, how I love this verse. And, and I meditate on it and pray it often. It's verse 23 and verse 24. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord exercising loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. How do we handle the quality of wisdom we have gained in life? Do we use it to be overbearing and arrogant and, and look down on others? How do we handle the finances entrusted to us? How do we in, handle the might, the influence, the position, the power entrusted to us? And I want to encourage you. Be grateful to God for the simple things in life. 
Be godly about these things and God will entrust you with more to be able to be godly and to help other people. I want to encourage you, be generous in your love for other people. Be generous in your finances. Have a sweet spirit about it. Don't allow yourself to be overtaken by worry and stress. I'll talk about that this week. Live in the spirit of faith in God that He gives you every good thing to enjoy. Show that gratitude and thankfulness and happiness with what He's entrusted by how you honor Him and how you bless others. And live in such a way that God can look at you and say, wow, you are being faithful over the little you've been entrusted. I can entrust you with the true riches of glory. Amen. Have a good day.